Welcome to Setting the Standard right here on the SME Radio Network, available wherever you get your podcasts from. And be sure to check out the SME Radio Network featuring shows covering professional wrestling, music, pop culture, and everything in between. Check out SME Radio on SundayNightsMainEvent.com. That's SundayNightsMainEvent.com. Of course, I am Matthew Grant, also known as Promo Paragon, Consul of Red Bull, The Standard, Mayor of Shank City, and whatever moniker you want to give me at this point, because honestly, I'm the man of way too many monikers. Um, I appreciate you guys for joining me on this audio journey that is setting the standard. And this week, I've given Bobby B the week off. Um, I guess the two weeks off, the episode off, however we want to refer to it. But uh, he will not be uh, taking part on this week's episode. He's actually got a hell of a week on ahead uh, doing some band stuff, back-to-back shows, if I'm not mistaken. So shout out to Bobby B and check him out on Instagram, at the real Uncle Bobby B to follow along his crazy journey as well. But we are here this week in a little bit of a different fashion as we're going to be talking the weekly wrestling podcast. Uh, you heard it referred to many times on this podcast already. It is how I got my start with this crazy world that is professional wrestling. It's been a crazy ride. And uh, WWP was a huge part of that. So uh, on this week's episode, we're going to pull a little bit of a, a Bruce Pritchard approach and uh, take a little bit of a best of, take a look at a, some of my favorite interviews throughout the course of the Weekly Wrestling Podcast, take some snippets and throw them in this episode and let you guys hear exactly who I got to speak to in the past and what we got to speak about and kind of how some of those things transitioned to what you see today. It's kind of wild how things pan out, but... Man, I've had, again, a very crazy ride, and uh, this is what this podcast is all about, and is letting you guys in on that journey, and uh, giving you guys a little bit of an audio journey yourself. So, I just want to address and apologize for the mishap on uh, not releasing an episode a couple of weeks ago, um, just to fill you guys in, if you haven't seen on my social media, at Matthew Grant, first days of four. I truly thought I had a little bit more of a serious uh, shoulder injury at hand, but Thankfully, it did not turn out that way. I'm on the mend, and I actually wrestled a couple matches last weekend uh, at the time of this recording. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to be back in the ring and uh, doing my thing. But uh, we'll be talking about that on the next episode as we do WWP Part 2. We bring on my tag partner, my brother, my podcast co-host in the past, and that being JT Kirk. We'll be talking all things Weekly Wrestling Podcast as we follow up on this episode. And then the episode after that, We'll be jumping back in time, and we'll be going to referee part two with a special guest to be named in the future. So this is what we're all about. We're leaving you on a little bit of cliffhanger, and we're going to let you figure that out, and we're going to come back to that in the future. So without further ado, I say we dive into this week's episode. I say we dive into some best of interviews, and I say we do our thing. But sorry, before that, we got to pay some bills. Let's get a word from our sponsors. TotalSportCards.com, Canada's number one stop for WWE, AEW, UFC, NHL, NBA, and NFL hobby boxes. Total Sport Cards always delivers the most sought-after products with the best price points in the market that you can find. Keep your collection up to date with TotalSportCards.com. TotalSportCards.com, proud sponsor of Sunday night's main event. 
And I'm being joined post-Alpha 1 by one half of the Alpha 1 Tag Team Champions, as well, as you can see over there, the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Thank you very much for the time. Second time. That's right. Repeat visit. And now... Actually, I don't know if you remember, but it's the third time. Third time. Third time. Third time. Well, here's what has to happen. On the fourth time, we have to... Because we are dressed like scum right now. We 100%. look We look terrible. Uh, it's clearly post show yeah. and not like NFL post game. Like, <laughs> All pressed yes. up and everything. Nope. So, so the next next go round, I if there's going to be a fourth time, it'll be the fourth time. That's right. Suit and tie has to happen. You got it. Has to happen. I don't mind if you just wear like a shirt, tie, and like your underwear. Like if it's waist up, <laughs> no one's going to know. But we got to we got to make it look pre- uh, professional. I like it. We're going to go for it. Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you're deaf, dumb, blind, stupid, or poor, my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, but you disgusting mouth breathers can just call me MJF. And right here is, what's your name? My my name is Matthew Grant. Fantastic. I'm here with Matthew Nobody Cares Grant, and uh, he's going to conduct an interview, but here's the thing that I'm a little confused about. Okay. Matty, why the hell is the CZW Wired Champion standing right now for an interview? Don't you think maybe you should pull a chair up for me? So here's what you're going to do. You're going to get out of goddamn frame and pull a chair in for me. Five, four, three, two. Fantastic. If I got down to zero, I would have murdered you and your family, and we're on. Destiny World Wrestling Unstoppable. I'm here with J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. I'm here with the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett. What's going on, man? You kept knocking on the door. I just got out of the shower. The show hadn't been over, what, 30 minutes, and you were trying to get me out of here? Would, can you just relax a little bit? I'm excited. What I'm are you, excited. So, uh, Everybody's excited here at Destiny World Wrestling to see Jeff Jarrett back in night. Toronto. It was great. Toronto, how do you pronounce that, Mississauga? Mississauga, you got Ontario, it. Ontario, no. Always good time here. Really good. How insane is it to see the Bullet Club just taking over professional wrestling right You know, now? it was such a special time, uh, you know, back in 2015, Global Force Wrestling. Wrestle it was Kingdom. A, it was our very first event that we executive produced and, and brought Wrestle Kingdom 9 uh, to the United States I and to the it. world. It was very fun to watch, man. It, it was an incredible event. And I'm here with the current reigning defense. Smash Wrestling Champion, and he represents Fourth Gun, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. How's it going? Good, man. I didn't do this enough tonight. I got to do it more. I mean, I was the only, I was, me and Tarek were the only two, so. You know, it was that night, NXT just blew up the internet when you, Tommaso Ciampa, showed up. Talk a little bit about showing up. Talk a little bit about the reaction you guys have gotten. Talk about being in NXT. It's been awesome, man. I mean, NXT... What is there to say about it? I mean, you say the words NXT anymore and people are excited because it is hot. It is on fire. It is some of the best professional wrestling in the yes. world and some of the best talent in the world from all over the world. Um, I'm very happy to be a proud of it. I'm very I'm very happy to be able to help out however I can. And I'm very happy to, you know, that when we debuted on the show, when, when, it, when it happened and my Twitter blew up and everyone went crazy and everyone was reading about everything, I was happy that it was able to be somewhat of a surprise. Um, some people already knew because they read spoilers and whatnot, whatever. But some people that's were genu- yeah. <laughs> some people were genuinely surprised, and that's awesome in this day and age of wrestling. 2015, man, it's crazy. It's a crazy world that we're living in in 2015 in professional wrestling. 2016, gonna be even better. I'm being joined by Walking Armageddon. It's Bobby Lashley. Bobby, thanks a lot for the time, man. Thank you. You went one-on-one with Speedball Mike Bailey tonight. You had a lot of pleasant things to say about him. I got to ask, talk about being in the ring with Speedball. Talk about Smash Wrestling, man. It's not too often when you see Bobby Lashley on an independent show. So I got to ask, how was your uh, time here in Toronto? Well, first of all, let me tell you this. 
they forced me to come down. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. And I got on a flight really early this morning, and I was a little um, tired, exhausted. I came here, and then they told Looking me I'm going. Speedball, eh? Yes, <laughs> I got this little dude that I'm going to have to. And you know, what I say with all this, man, is I've been to a lot of wrestling promotions. I've yep. wrestled a lot of guys. You've been to the, the top of the world, man. Everyone. Yep. And I tell you, this crowd and this energy from Smash Promotion is phenomenal. I wish I could have spent another 20, 30 minutes out there at least, and I definitely want to come back. And I tell you what, I'm going to give more props to Mike Bailey because, you know, I, I heard of him, mm-hmm. didn't know what he could do. And then when I came out there, there was a lot of things that I, I thought that he was going to try and do different things. But, man, that guy is a superstar. Um, I know you guys have TV here, but, yep. man, everybody needs to know who he is. I couldn't so, agree um, more. I'm going to be spreading his name out to as many people as I can just to see he has, a, he has an amazing thing. He's a different character, and he's an amazing worker. Is there any goals left for you in professional wrestling besides, obviously, getting back to the top of the mountain? Styles make matchups. So there's one matchup that I haven't had yet, and everybody just tweets me and posts comments on everything that I've... I can post something of my kids and somebody, come back to WWE, we need you to kick Brock's ass. There's the match, eh? <laughs> I don't care if it's an MMA fight. I don't care if it's a pro wrestling fight. That needs to happen. You know, cross promotions, it's about the money. Mayweather and Connors cross-promoting to make big money. Me and Brock, I don't care if it's a fight. I don't care if it's a pro wrestling match. It needs to happen. Um, I think Impact's ready for it. Um, Global Forces is ready for it. It's just the other side if they're ready for it. He is Jake the Snake Roberts. What's going on, man? Oh, not much, man. Enjoying the day. I got to ask you about this unspoken word tour, man. I got a lot of things going on. I got a lot of talents to make with this whole thing. Talk a little bit about the, uh, the idea behind the concept. Well, you know, for years, I, you, know, you tell joke stuff and you tell about moments and stuff that happened to you in the ring or out of the ring or in the locker room or in a strip club or wherever, and they're funnier than hell. And I was just talking to some of the guys one night, and they're like, dude, you need to put this together and put it on the road, man. And I talked to comedians, uh, one being Fluffy, uh, he's an awesome, awesome comedian, and um I said, Dave, you don't put this together and go on a road trip now. And I thought, what the hell, you know, we'll try it. So I went out and tried it, and I had a blast. I'm not going to get off the stage. Um, so basically, it's like a locker room setting, except I have my clothes on, and we're telling jokes and stuff back and forth. So it's, a, it's really a lot of fun, man, uh, to, to travel back in time and remember some of those moments and uh, the silliness or the the rudeness we resort at each other. And uh, the fans enjoy it, man. Plus, I have a segment in the show where we do a Q&A. So if somebody's got a question that's burning a hole in their pocket, throw it at me. I'll put, I'll put it out. Uh, it's just good times. I'm here with the best tag team on the planet, Matt, oh, Nick, wow. Jackson, the Young Bucks. What's going on, fellas? Wow. Uh, what an introduction, huh? I'm, I'm flattered already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys killed it last night at Ring of Honor. I got to throw that out there. Red Dragon, talk a little bit about that match, guys. Uh, it was... Like uh, we were saying a minute ago, uh, it, was, it was one of our favorites. Uh, we already rewatched it like Marks and uh, <laughs> popped the popcorn up and uh, ate some while watching it. We, pop, we, and pop we like popped ourselves brothers. too. Yeah, yeah. We popcorn like we popped the effing crowd last night in Toronto. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Now you're here today, Squared Circle Live against yep. Aeroform. Talk a little bit about Aeroform, guys. Well, our titles are on the line tonight. Uh, th- those guys are good. They, uh, 
They fly around the ring like crazy. Uh, we got competition because right now Bret Hart's signing autographs, still in the show. So we got to about you the know, only our gimmick, but, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You know our gimmick. We got to steal the show. So our competition is Bret Hart, which is selling out the place, which <laughs> which is already setting the table for us to steal the show uh, even more so. But uh, Airform's two athletic uh, brothers that I think we actually told them to become a tag but, but team. But Matt, are they the good brothers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, they're good brothers. We convinced him what? 2009? Yeah. 2009 to become a tag team over pizza in Chicago when they were like, why aren't, pizza, why aren't yeah. you guys a tag team? They're yeah. like, I don't know, like, be a tag team. And like sure a few enough, later, they become a yeah, team. Sure enough, they're a tag team. <laughs> I think they're awesome. I think they're athletic. Uh, I think we have good chemistry with them. So I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to the rematch. Yeah, talk a little bit about the stuff going on at Bola last week. And that was oh a huge goodness. weekend, man. Oh, probably the greatest weekend of uh, in independent wrestling history. The, the three shows. Uh, we're nuts, and of course we headline two of them. It's like, come on, man! This is a a, a, a singles a man tournament. Why why is the tag team headlining it? Give me a break for a week. But I'm yeah. It's, I can't complain though. It's, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I said I put out a tweet. And I meant it. I said it was the greatest uh, group of talent under yeah. one roof. I think in wrestling history. And I, I people are like, oh come on. That, that, there's no way you're exaggerating. No, if you no. look at the roster no. of guys, I believe under one roof for yep. one special night or yep. three special nights. Yep. In this case. I think it blows everything else out of the water. Uh, when do you get uh, Kenny Omega, uh, the Young Bucks, uh, Ricochet, AJ Styles? Matt Seidel. How, when do you get that in, in a building the same night? It doesn't right, happen. Right. And, uh, and we're not just saying that because we're office, because uh, <laughs> we are office at PWG, but we, uh, we we definitely didn't book ourselves in the main event. That was not our call for sure. That's right. I would have opened the show. <laughs> no, I would have went right before intermission and then had the fans follow me to the gimmick table. Yeah. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Your guys' thoughts on Kevin Steen and Prince Devitt's recent signings with well, the WWE? Kevin Steen's our best friend, so uh, we wished him luck. He's trying to convince us to go there now. Uh, huh? and, uh, uh, well... We, we let's just say we're in talks with every major promotion in the world right now, and we haven't figured out what we're gonna do yet. But uh, let's just say we're we're in demand right now, and uh, we're gonna do what's best for our families. But uh, going back to Kevin Steen and Devitt, I think they're gonna tear the place apart. Uh, I hope they keep their names because yeah. they've already they got a fan base with those names. So it'd be to me it'd be dumb for them to start restart over like. But you know, it's it, nowadays that's just what they do. Uh, it might happen, but knowing how talented those guys are, if they do change their names, they'll do fine with whatever they're, they're given. I think Kevin Steen's a future millionaire. Yeah. I do. Um, there's no reason Debit doesn't make a lot of money too. He's awesome. He's one of the best. Um, two of our best friends. I hope the best for them. We're just gonna see whatever uh, makes us most money. Uh, if, and if that's the Indies, because let's face it, we're making more on the Indies than we would right now in a Florida setting, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh, whatever's best for our families is what's going to happen. Yeah, and for our sanity and our health. Like, we have a fun schedule right now. We get to pick and choose and what you know, we want to do. Yeah, exactly. We create our schedule. Right. We, we, we're, we don't have to listen to anyone right now. Uh, we do what we want to do. And right. We, can we do go, what the fans If we feel like doing the Melcher Driver exactly. gonna, and, and Melcher call it driver. the Melcher Driver, we do it. Yeah. And we call it that. If we want to do anything we want to do, if we want to tr- throw 19 super kicks, we throw 19 super exactly. kicks. If I want to do a no reason backflip in a match, I'm going to do seven of them. Nobody's going to tell me not to. It's fun. We do what we do, and we have a blast yeah. doing it. we don't it. have and an agent breathing right. down our neck telling us not to do right. so. So right now we're having a blast. Like it, I'll, I'll be honest. It's going to have to be a gigantic, gigantic <laughs> 
amount of money to make me move to anywhere. And I'm going to have to keep my ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> slash YoungBucks uh, shop open. Check also. it out. Yeah. Check it out, folks. Uh, but uh, right now we're happy where we are. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to settle our families down and see what's best for our families. Isn't hey, but one day having a cozy, nice little job somewhere and having yeah. a guaranteed paycheck doesn't, doesn't sound all sound that bad. Because you know what? We're hustling like crazy and we're pretty burnt out from it, but... With that being said, I'm having the time of my life, so. I'm here with Tommy and outside of PWG Night 2 Battle of Los Angeles. Obviously, last night, one of the biggest matches on the card. It was Tommy and it was Zack Sabre Jr. It was Marty Scroll against Mount Rushmore 2.0. Talk a little bit about that match, man. Um, it was hectic. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on, uh, you know. Um, for uh for 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 us to be in you know putting like the you know the main event of bowl on that one is like you know it's obviously like a it's it's a really big deal like it shows the, you know the level of trust that people you know behind the scenes have in us which is which is great you know the match itself like um you know when you go up against like such an experienced team like the bucks and you know such an experienced wrestler as uh, as as roderick you know you know you're gonna you're gonna be in for a fight and i guess that's what we did we fought each other like brutally so uh, it was earlier on this year, you were in North America for Super Kicks. Mm -hmm. You took on Michael Elgin. Talk yeah. a little bit about that experience of being up in Canada. That's where I'm from. Um, at first, uh, I was, uh, I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm, I was really stoked to go to Canada. Uh, customs were tricky. I never expected customs to be uh, that tricky with me. <laughs> um, you know, Super Kick is a company, you know, they just started out and they just have a good vibe. They have a good following. Every show gets bigger. Um, being able to work a guy like Elgin in in, in, in such a place was uh, was a treat really uh, we've we've met before Elgin but we never really wrestled like it was it was booked a couple of times but due to you know things that like happened around it like it, it didn't follow through didn't follow up so to be able to do it and especially like doing it in places like Canada was just you know, I, I, I personally don't think it was a better place for us to do this match than you know in front of Superkick because it made you know made, it made such a uh, it made people turn their heads to Superkick a lot more. As you well. talk about turning heads. You and Tommaso Ciampa turned some heads at AAW as well. I was there actually as well, and mm. one of my favorite matches, probably my favorite match of the night. Thank you. Uh, talk a little bit about that experience with Tommaso Ciampa and being up at AAW. In uh, I think it kind of like similar to uh, to uh, to Superkick. Like it, like AAW is a place that you know you hear about a lot, and uh, uh, it's 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 a pretty big indie. And I remember when I came in three years ago, AEW was one of the first promotions to say like, "Yo, hey, you know, like, Tommy, if you're over, can we please, you know, can we work something out? We really want to put you on the card, like, yada yada." And you know, it didn't work out. So like, we kept that in the back of our minds. So we came up again, and uh, they were actually again one of the first companies uh, that would come up and like, "Hey, we want to do you and uh, 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 Tommaso." And I always figured that me and Tommaso was something that like. You know, it would be brutal, but I wasn't expecting it to be this brutal. And um, you know, Tommaso is a, is a very strong-headed competitor. I'm a very strong-headed competitor, and um, I think we just took each other to each other's limits, really. Beyond Wrestling, Limitless Wrestling, Monster Factory, Alpha One, Evolve, PWG, all on the horizon for this man. He's a former UFC star, a current pro wrestling phenomenon. Joining me right now is the one, the only, Mr. Matt Riddle. Thanks so much for the time, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for the introduction. Absolutely, man. Summer bro by far, man. It's, uh, it's a hell of a lineup for you. I was actually doing some research and getting all the matches together, and it's just like, 
Holy crap. Look, I put this lineup together against anybody on the independent scene, and uh, it's a pretty high list to top. Yeah, I, I mean, my summer's pretty stacked. I'm pretty excited about it. I got some, and I got a, a lot of big matches coming up with, like, Tommy Ann, Roderick Strong, Marty Scroll, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, and that that's just that's just next week. And then to finish off the weekend, you're making your trip to Canada. Alpha One Wrestling, King of Hearts. It's going to be yourself one-on-one -on -one with Josh Alexander in non-tournament action. Yep, yep, yep. I, I wasn't sure if I was in that tournament. I'm in a lot of tournaments this summer. I'm in the Thai <laughs> tournament. I'm in the Bola. I'm in, you know, uh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm in a lot of tournaments. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I've seen this guy wrestle. He does, like, a 360 tombstone to people. So, you know, hopefully he doesn't catch me with that. But I do a little tombstone myself. So maybe, you know, we can go tombstone for tombstone or something. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, you know, he's he throws elbows like you. But I, I got to say, I don't know if he can throw them as hard as you. You know, it's not about how hard you throw them. It's how sharp you throw them and how, you know, accurately you throw them. I think that's the difference between me and him. He, he has a little more weight behind him, so he probably throws them a little harder. But I throw them a little sharper and faster and a little more accurate. Josh Alexander, watch those elbows. Ethan Page already warned you this past weekend. He did. I know. I saw that. I was pretty juiced about that. I saw that little, you know, that video clip. I was like, oh, hey. It's nice. I'm here with a legend in this business, Mr. Booker T. How's it going, man? Oh, man, it's going good, man. You know, we got a rough night, but um, we, we finished it. Um, yeah. That's what the night is all about. That's what wrestling is all about. Um, going out there and giving the fans, you know, a show. And um, to the utmost, we gave them a show tonight. Your thoughts on the Destiny World Wrestling product after tonight? Oh, man, the Destiny product is awesome, man. I mean, they've got a really, really cool venue here. Um, got a hell of a crew. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, um, that's what makes this thing turn is um, the guys behind it. And, um, yeah. Right now, see a lot of uh, young guys working together to try to pull off something special. Same thing I got like down. I was in, just about to say reality down, of wrestling. Yeah, it's the same thing. You know, a bunch of young kids trying to live out their dream. You know, making it to the WWE, of course, that's a huge, huge goal, you know, but to still be able to go on a journey and be able to um, live your passion, I think that's what. Um, these guys have here. They got an awesome, awesome thing. Hopefully, they won't misuse. Inspiring commentator. Uh, man, do your due diligence, man. I mean, my first time around on SmackDown, I didn't study enough. I didn't, you know, um, you know, give myself the best chance I possibly could. This time around, you know, I pretty much study five hours, you know, for a three-hour show on a on a weekly basis every Monday night. You know, uh, right now doing tough enough um, is giving me a little bit of a break, which is cool. I can <laughs> clear my head for a second. But I tell you, man, all in all, it's uh, one of those things where uh, you just have to um, be ready for whatever. Joining me right now, Ring of Honor is Adam Cole. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. How you doing? Good to be on the program today. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the, uh, the huge New Japan match at the G1 Climax. Talk about the experience a little bit, man. Oh yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, to say that those uh, you know couple of days that I was there um, would were completely surreal would be accurate. You know, it was uh, I was in Japan, like I said, for maybe two days, um, and you know we got in there and then wrestling in the Cebu Dome and you know with just a packed house with all those people in there, um, and then you know wrestling uh, Jushin Thunder Liger uh, once again, only this time in a dome. You know, in Japan, it was uh, was a pretty wild experience and a really cool experience. And then on top of that, for 
myself and Michael Bennett to walk away with a victory in New Japan was uh, was that much sweeter. So very, very cool experience, and uh, certainly hope I get to work with New Japan here in the near future. This coming Friday, like I was saying, uh, you'll be in a four-way match with current Ring of Honor champion Michael Elgin, Jay Briscoe, and IWGP champion AJ Styles for the Ring of Honor world title. Yeah, uh, to me, actually, it's funny. Right before I got on the air here with you, um, I I sent out a tweet saying that this is the biggest Ring of Honor main event that uh, I believe that Ring of Honor could produce right now. Uh, The reason being, obviously, you have the current Ring of Honor world champion, Michael Elgin. You have myself, who is the former champion and uh, has not yet gotten a rematch. Um, You have the current IWGP heavyweight champion, AJ Styles. And then you have a man, Jay Briscoe, who has not had his shoulders pinned to the mat in practically two years in Ring of Honor. So, to me, it's the four top guys in the company, all, uh, you know, gunning, obviously, for the most prized possession in uh, pro wrestling, and that's the Ring of Honor World Championship, in Brooklyn, New York, at the MCU Park Center. So, it should be a really, really exciting matchup, and I can tell you personally, I'm looking to become uh, the two-time Ring of Honor World Champion. Talk a little bit about the PWG environment, because it's impeccable compared to the other independent promotions. Yeah, um, you know, it's the, the cliche goes that um, the, the fans are just as much a part of the show as the wrestlers are, and that really, really applies in Reseda, California. Uh, those fans are completely out of their minds in a very good way. Um, they make the show so exciting. I think when someone goes to YouTube and checks out a PWG show preview, obviously the athleticism and the performers and the wrestlers are doing a fantastic job of putting on exciting matches, but seeing those fans just completely lose their minds I think is one of the big reasons that PWG is so appealing to somebody because, like I said, when you're watching a seven-minute video and you're seeing a, a group of people just packed into this building losing uh, losing their minds, obviously it's very exciting to watch. So PWG is kind of caught lightning in a bottle um, with this building that they're running in Reseda, California, and uh, it's one of the most fun places that, I, that uh, I, I work. You know, if I were to describe PWG in one word, it would be fun. Joining me right now on the program is a multiple-time New York Times best-selling author, former multiple-time heavyweight champion, and one of the most recognizable names in professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley joins me right now to promote his 2015 World Tour rolling through Ontario this weekend. What's going on, Mick? Thank you very much for the time. Ah, thank you. I'm doing good. So far, a world tour has meant U.S. and Canada, but... I think we're hitting a lot of. Oh uh, no, I did do. I went. No, I'm sorry. I did uh, Northern Ireland too. So uh, three three countries. But next year, when we will have to change the name of the tour, uh, I will be <laughs> taking it across the globe. Having your show taped for the WWE Network has the exposure from the network uh, helped the sales for the show? Uh, not at all. Uh, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, I thought that was the holy grail, and <laughs> it didn't didn't help at all uh i can't explain it because i think it's uh safe to say that uh the show you know outperformed people's expectations maybe they think they've seen the show not realizing that that's one show and that this i was gonna say one. maybe because it was given away for free people are like okay i've seen it now i don't need to go see one live that could very well be so i it's the strangest thing i cannot explain why the airtime didn't help because but for years, I thought if people could just see the show and get a feel for it, they'll want to see it. And don't get me wrong, attendance has been good. You know, we've had some some instances like in Belfast where shows sold out in two days, and we just added a new show to Galway. Um, but by and large, in the U.S., yeah, it hasn't um, hasn't hasn't done anything for the uh, the sales. And I'm not blaming WWE. I'm really thankful they gave me the opportunity to do it. 
and 20 years from now and people say, hey, what what kind of show did you do? I mean, that's, you know, high def, a great uh, – the production values are really great. I thought it was a good show, and uh, I'll be very proud to show them what my show is about. I have one question that's outside of the show topic, just because you yeah, do a yeah, lot of independent it, wrestling – uh, show appearances and the impact that independent wrestling is having on the WWE right now. I got to get your thoughts on that, such as Sami Zayn showing up in Evolve and all the WWE signings lately. I didn't know uh, Sami Zayn showed up at Evolve. Uh, Sami Zayn is showing up at Evolve this weekend. Wow, oh, I didn't know that. Look, I, um, uh, you know, when I was an ambassador for WWE, part of my deal was I didn't do any any. Uh, outside wrestling ventures, and so I kind of missed out on the indie guys for a couple of years. I love going to the shows. Uh, at, at first, I, w- I just <laughs> kind of wanted to be, you know, just kind of sequestered, uh, you know, do my thing and leave. And then I realized that I was missing out on a lot of uh, great wrestling. So, like, for example, when I went to uh, uh, Amazing Red's House of Glory show, I'm looking through the window, you know, they had a window you could look through. And I was like, man, these guys are good. Like, how long have they been doing this? And the guys were like, oh, this is six months. I was like, they've been wrestling for six months and they're having <laughs> these, these kind of matches. So I really think there's some there's some great talent out there. And, uh, and you know, there used to be a tendency for guys working in the big companies to dismiss independent wrestlers. But to go out, you know, every night without your, you know, theme music and without like kind of a Pavlovian response and try to get over every night. And in some cases, uh, you know, do it like good independent wrestlers do. Uh, takes a lot of, um, takes a lot of talent and you know, not to mention, uh, you know, uh, where with, you know, um, wherewithal and, uh, dedication. So, for example, last night I was just kind of marveling at Kevin Owens' match uh, because I was like, man, this guy can work any style. And they made Kalisto, you know, milk a million bucks and beat him with one power move. There may be some guys going, shouldn't he look stronger than that? In my mind, it was like, wow, he made Kalisto look great and showed he could win with one move. Um, and I think you see that in guys who, who've worked the indies and are used to working with different people in so many situations. So uh, someone like Kevin or Cesaro can, you know, literally work anybody in any style, which is great. I'm here at Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling's War of the Worlds, and I'm here with the, in my personal opinion, possibly the best wrestler in the world. He's a member of the Bullet Club. He's a third of the elite. He is the cleaner, Kenny Omega. How's it going, my man? It's going well so far. Thank you for having me. In any case, when their side makes something painfully obvious <laughs> the second i open my mouth about it whether it be trolling or not i become the bad guy and that's just how the world works and i actually know this and i kind of do it on purpose and it's for whatever reason entertaining and funny to me and i sh- i should apologize for purposely getting you guys worked up because i know how you operate but i'm actually not upset I mean, if you look at the way the moves are performed, they're very different. Um, Killian Dane's Ulster Plantation, I believe it's called, looks a lot different from how I how I do One Winged Angel. Uh, the way Seth Rollins does um, the, uh, well, I guess people are calling it the Rain Trigger. I know for it because it's one, it was a very special moment in a special match. That's all it was ever meant to be. Okay. Uh, but the way he's performing it. 
very different from how I performed it. And um, whether that's purposefully so or not, you can tell it's a different person. Yep. He's not trying to mimic the way I did it. You can have it. That's fine. And I know Seth as a person. We traveled and we're at Ring of Honor right now. We traveled up and down the roads in Ring of Honor, stayed in the same hotel rooms, stayed in the same houses. We hung out. We went to eat. Many, many a times we were friends. I harbor no ill will towards Seth Rollins. I don't really know Killian Dane, but it doesn't bother me the same. It doesn't bother me at all either because, I mean, even visually, the way that he looks as a person is so much different from the way I look. That the move just in general is going to come across looking differently. Yep. Uh, so it it doesn't bother me. Like just as uh, a lot of people drew the comparison of Emma's new character, how yep. it looks yep. very similar to the cleaner. She's a female. I think it looks really cool and badass. I think it's it's completely fine, no problem there whatsoever. Um, people even said, "Hey, Kenny, TJP's music is almost exactly like your music from DDT." So what? I love my music from DDT. That's great. I've not, I've not actually been at a point where I've felt annoyed or upset once yet. Um, and either that's because I'm so passive or, or just really isn't anything. And yeah. I think it's more that. I do, and I mean, and I did, I did sort of troll in the fact of saying WWE's making a blatant, and maybe they are, like, because these things are kind of snowballing one after another after another after another. My stuff, and that's cool. It's just sort of like I, I don't know if it's the wrestlers saying like, "Hey, I saw this cool thing and I want to do," or if it's <laughs> them just saying, "Hey, we saw this thing and it's not here, so it'd be cool if you brought it in." Regardless, to have a positive effect um, on rest on a different wrestling company's uh, vision or the way they pack, repackage or repackage a wrestler, I'm all for it. Um, as long as the wrestlers themselves are happy, as long as the fans are happy. Um, and again, if I came there, and there's another thing too, um, I think if I came there, I could do all those moves. Same ones that were apparently, you know, stolen, yep. whatever. Yep. I could do all of them and no one would bat an eye because they look so much different the way I do them as opposed to how they do them. It's really no big thing right. at all. Right. Big shouts out to our sponsors, The Handshaking Team. Go to thehandshakingteam.com or facebook.com slash handshakingteam where you can check out their live auctions where they sell wrestling memorabilia, wrestling action figures, autographs, you name it, they auction it off. In terms of wrestling merch, cheapest place to find the coolest stuff. So check out The Handshaking Team. Next up, the awesome Toy Show. Sunday, March 26th at the Small Arms Inspection Building in Mississauga. This will be the first ever event in Mississauga history to give a trip away to WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania Hollywood. Also featured, four-time Emmy Award-winning TV host Chris Van Fleet. He will be in the house and he will be doing an official meet and greet along with a Q&A session with everyone in attendance. In addition to that, Impact Wrestling's own current X Division champion, Trey Miguel, along with Aiden Prince, will be there doing a meet and greet as well. 
So check out the awesome toy show in Mississauga at the Small Arms Inspection Building, Sunday, March 26th. That's it for this week's episode of Setting the Standard right here on SNE Radio Network. A big thank you to everybody for checking this week's episode out. Of course, got to do some very cool things with WWP, run into some very cool names, and we'll follow up on that in a couple of weeks with JT Kirk. Get to hear his perspective on things. Get to hear what he thought was cool along the journey. And so much more. That's what we're about here on Setting the Standard. Giving you a little bit of an audio journey of your own while following mine in the process we'll, we'll touch base on the month of february and how crazy that was i'll give you the story behind my shoulder injury and how crazy that was yeah a lot of cool things going on in the life of matthew grant right now um before we end off the episode of course i should plug what i've got coming up and uh the month of march i'll be I'll be honest, a little bit slower than I would like it to be, but uh, I actually just booked the last minute vacation to Orlando, so I'm not necessarily mad about that. Shout out to the wife, and uh, super excited to finally have a little bit of a mini honeymoon. But uh, yes, the month of March, March 3rd, you can catch me in action at the Crossbody Uproar Tapings in Cambridge, Ontario. You can find them at CBPW Academy on all forms of social media, Crossbody Studios on Facebook. Come on out and support good local independent wrestling um i am a regular on crossbody shows without crossbody pro wrestling i would not be the performer that i am today so i will always do those shows when i have the opportunity to um again would not be the performer i am today without that platform so hope to see you guys there and if you can't catch crossbody live of course you can catch it every single wednesday on youtube at 7 p.m the lead-in to AEW Dynamite. Uh, I think it's probably one of the best lead-ins you could have into one of the best shows on television every single week. So that's that. Um, what do we? What else we got going on? I know there's a taping on the 17th. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I can make that taping right now just because of said trip. Um, but we'll figure that out and uh, iron that out in the coming weeks. And speaking of the following day, March 18th, you will catch me in action as I team with Crystal Moon and JT Kirk to take on Millennial Falcon, Vanna Black, Robbie Cosmos, Jax Williams, Empire and Trio's action for the first time in a little while. And we do our thing at Pro Wrestling Ontario in Hamilton at the Germania Club, one of my favorite venues ever. So, and it's in my hometown, and it's five minutes away from me. So I really can't be mad about that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Pro Wrestling Ontario, you can find them on all forms of social media. Just search up Pro Wrestling Ontario. I believe they're at Pro Wrestling Ont, O-N-T, on Twitter. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this week's episode, guys. I appreciate you guys for, again, joining me on this audio journey. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with WWP Part 2 as well as a, a future episode on the part two of my referee career featuring a special guest to be determined. Until next time, don't get mad, just get used to it.